0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Brett. And I'm Steven. And we are The Broadway Husbands. We're just your all-American married couple making their living in the arts, pursuing a growing family. On The Broadway Husbands Podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. Visit us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. And check out the Broadway Podcast Network. We are proud to be members of the BPN Network. Go to bpn.fm backslash Broadway Husbands. And while you're at it, check out Broadway Life Apparel our own Broadway themed apparel company where we're actually donating a portion of our proceeds to help charitable organizations at this time. So check out broadwaylifeapparel.com. All right, Stephen, what are we doing today? So on today's episode, we are going to talk about Whole30. (laughs) Uh, Currently, we are on day twenty-nine of the whole 30 and this is the second time we've done the whole 30 so well let's hold on. Let me give know, a little black backstory first what we the first time we did whole 30 mm-hmm. oh but well, actually, let's you talk should about tell what, tell them what it is. is okay first. tell them what it is so just so you know the whole 30 is kind of like almost like a reset i wouldn't call it a diet i would just call it like just like a a reset of your system just to um, just get in touch with what you're eating and how it affects your body. And so you can eat, basically it says you can eat real food, right? You can eat meat, seafood and eggs, vegetables and fruit, natural fats and herbs, spices and seasonings. Eat foods with a simple or recognizable list of ingredients or no ingredients at all because they're whole and unprocessed. And the things that you're not supposed to eat for 30 days are do not consume added sugar, real or artificial. This includes like maple syrup, uh, honey, agave, nectar, coconut sugar, date, syrup, monk fruit, extract, stevia, Splenda, equal, sweet and xylitol so if you can't even pronounce it if it has an x in it you definitely shouldn't be eating it (laughs) (laughs) Um, another thing you can't you're not supposed to consume alcohol in any form not even cooking do not eat grains um so wheat rye barley oats corn rice millet, bulgur lots of things gluten-free pseudo cereals like quinoa Um, buckwheat, uh, wheat, corn, rice, um, things like that. Do not eat most forms of legumes. This includes black beans, red beans, pinto, navy garbanzo, chickpeas, all kinds of beans. But you can eat, I'm pretty sure you can eat green beans because we have. You can eat green beans and snow peas. Yeah, no soy sauce, no miso tofu, edamame, soy protein, soy milk, or soy I never eat soy a lot, so it's fine. It's sort of like a... <laughs> do not it, eat dairy? We it's not like a paleo eat... kind of... It's kind of like paleo because it's all just whole foods. And so we first did this because... In January of 2018. So a year and a half. A year we you did. know, we got through the holidays like most people do, eating whatever the F we wanted during the holidays. Maybe you were. I was like just eating leafy greens and um, sweet potatoes. I'm just kidding. And I don't think Stephen had ever experimented with his diet, like, ever. No, in I his never. I mean, I've life. never ever watched what I ate. I've always like like eaten more on the range of like junk food. <laughs> And just like not very healthy, like my entire life. Like, I mean, I eat everything, but if I have a choice, I'm gonna eat, you know, french fries and pizza. And the lucky thing for Steven is that his body is incredible and it's like genetic. And I think also he's just so active with dance that he can eat whatever he wants and he just burns the calories and he just is always in great shape unlucky for me is i'm not as active as physical as he is and so I, what ended up happening over the years as we've been together is i just kind of eat whatever he eats and there's moments where i'm like no i'm not going to do that but i don't stay very committed because seriously people if there's going to be a large pizza from papa john's sitting on the table i'm gonna have a slice like yeah <laughs> How can you resist? And Stephen Steven will sometimes share a slice with me if uh, he doesn't eat the whole thing. All right. So, <laughs> so the so back story is I definitely was eating anything and everything. And I was definitely eating a lot of ice cream. And every time I ate ice cream, Brett like, was kind of giving me a hard time about it. Every time I would have a pint of ice cream. Be like, no, no, no. Stephen. No. You're eating ice cream again. I mean, it definitely became like this thing. No, and I, I wasn't was feeling... doing it every time. Is that it had been, I swear to God, we'd probably gone six weeks straight where he was eating a pint of ice cream every night. No, not every night, but maybe four four times a week. Four times a week, excuse me, for like a long stretch. Okay. And I got okay. to a point where I was all like, right, I'm "All I'm a right. little concerned we're not in our 20s anymore. You're going to regret like getting this high calorie, high uh, cholesterol, like habit created. I was like, so let's just like try to break the habit and do Whole30. And any other time that Brett has mentioned trying to change our diet or do something that has to do with food, I'm usually like a quick no, because not because I don't think I can do it, but because um I think mentally I rely on rewards. Like I rely on, well, if I get through this physical thing that I have to do, then I can get ice cream or whatever it is. And then it's also like, I I was afraid to alter my diet when I was really working because I was afraid that I would, I think one of my biggest fears as a performer is to show up and just be really tired and not have any energy and then it, that gives me anxiety and it makes me really um nervous so like i always try to avoid that feeling and i i think in my head that in order to avoid that anxiety um is to eat to eat right <laughs> <laughs> so so that's part of my like thought process so we did it in january of 2018 because I had just um, scheduled a PRP injection on my knee. So I knew that I was going to be like kind of not working. So I knew that it would be easy to eat what it was I had to eat because I was just going to be kind of sitting around the house. So part of Whole30 really is, at least for us, is preparation because you really need to have, you need to be prepared, especially if you're in a habit of cooking like us, like making pizzas in the oven real quick and you know heating up some soft tacos from trader Joe's frozen section you know we'd have to like really think through baking sweet potatoes because you can't have sweet potatoes and getting avocados so we have all those things so we did it and i swear to god the first time in 30 days i lost like 10 15 pounds yeah that first 30 days yeah yeah i mean it was definitely noticeable i think the first time we did it it wasn't as hard as I had anticipated. And I think mostly, again, because I did it or we did it at this point where I personally didn't really have doing to as much. go out in the world. Right. And, um, and it was the dead of winter. Like I remember there was like three or four days where there was like tons of snow on the ground and it was like, well, can't even really walk on my knee. So I'm definitely not going to go outside. So therefore, I'm not going to expend.
1: But I will say energy.
0: that almost when was it that you ended up getting started getting gout? Um, in May of 2018, because we went to Disney World, right? And that May, mm-hmm. and that was like a few months after we did Whole 30. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty convinced that because with Whole 30, you your body had never gone through any sort of like dietary change that right. it's it didn't know what to do. And yeah, I mean, gout kind of I'm, came out of that. I mean, maybe like I used to think that like I had. I had, I did get some gout. (laughs) Sounds terrible, but... um, It sounds like a pirate. It sounds like a pirate. I didn't (laughs) even know what it was when they told me. And so your body has a hard time getting rid of uric acid. And I mean, I went to so many doctors when it happened and none of them could really give me like a clear answer. Um, But I was convinced at that time that since I had changed my diet and not eaten... You know high sugary foods for the first time ever and then once we were done i i did pretty well like you know close to that time and wasn't eating terribly quickly again but like by the time may came around i remember i was You know, I had come to Pittsburgh to see my family and I was just with my dad and we were, you know, definitely eating a lot and a lot of not whole 30 things. And um, and that's when I had a pain in my toe and that was like how it started. So my point is, is that I was convinced that because we had done this diet or change in what we were eating, that. Um, it brought this gout on, and no doctor could confirm that that was actually true. They were like, <laughs> "Well, it's genetic, part partly, and this probably would have happened no matter what." <laughs> and they were like, "I was like, okay." So I mean, and 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 everything got better, and we were able to get rid of it, and it's just, but not not before going to a trip to Disney World while you had the gout. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, it took a long time for it to. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this on a podcast, but, <laughs> but it's your body, goal. like, I think your body just needed to assimilate. To you had the PRP, and you had just loved the show, and you had. Like, yeah, there was I, a lot of like change. Yeah, there's a lot of change, head. I guess, and you know, and it, so it, it, it lasts, 30, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so that was the first time, and we loved it. We felt like we had lost weight, and we felt like. Um, we had gained um, new concentration and we didn't have the highs and lows. Like, you know, as somebody, I drink soda sometimes, not sometimes, I drink soda still. And um, that's definitely something that contributes to um, the highs and lows in my day. Um, so, you know, we were definitely like having, um, you know, just better energy throughout the day. And we felt like our moods were good. And we felt, and actually, Slept better, and actually, I had I'd gone to the doctor like for my physical right after we had done it, and all of my numbers were like the best they'd ever been. So like, <laughs> so there's definitely there's something to it, you know. I say cut to quarantine. Cut to yeah, and that so that was a 20, year and a half ago, that, two years ago, yeah, a year and a half, yeah, and we moved to Charleston and. Our time in Charleston because the food in Charleston is so good, but also because we were both working like two or three jobs. We didn't have a lot of time to prepare meals. I felt like we were always behind on everything there, like money, food, this, everything. Yeah, our schedule, we were late, or because we only had one car. We were never I just always felt like I was playing catch um, up. Like drowning a little yeah. bit in some ver- in some way in my and life. Our so, food was the same way. Our food was the same way. There was a lot of Fast food, a lot of Sonic burger. I know it's so embarrassing to say, but I was like, (laughs) my guilty pleasure there was Sonic. Whenever I felt um, sad or whenever I felt great, Uh, you know, I was at that Sonic. It's like, oh, Sonic is good. It is good, but we ate. They are probably too much and then we would eat a lot of like because of fast food was just quick and easy. and I understand yeah. now why people who live that life, the mm-hmm. sub- suburban life eat so much fast food yeah because you're on the go and a lot just of times always you always don't running. have time and you're in the car and and so... over that time, we have built some bad habits and then the quarantine happened. We were doing better in New York City because we were cooking a lot more. We were cooking a lot more. We were getting our Freshly, which is actually really good. It's not Whole30, but it's definitely better better than eating out. And then we got to quarantine and we were going to Trader Joe's once a week, twice a week, and just like stocking up on frozen pizzas. And all of the things that we like love that were like guilty pleasure, (laughs) like the chocolate covered Covered peanut butter filled pretzels. Um, tons of frozen pizzas. Like, speaking of ice cream, I was always getting, like, a big thing of ice cream. Mm -hmm, And And we were even getting, like, ice cream sandwiches. Like, it was just no holds barred. I was like, whatever. We're getting everything we can to get through. And every time we would take a photo or something, I just was hating the way I looked. It just felt swollen and puffy. And and I wasn't sleeping great because of anxiety and I'm sure all the sugar and all the stuff. So I... I encouraged us to look at doing Whole30 again. And Stephen... I was not excited. Was very reluctant. I wasn't excited. We were, at this point, we were in Pittsburgh. And Brett mentioned it. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. uh Uh-huh. Well, we got to prepare. And he would just be like, then nothing would happen. And then it was Memorial Day. And we went and had a cookout with my family. And we ate a lot of crap that day. But really good stuff. Like, um, what did we get? This, like, corn pudding or like what was that corn it was like a corn casserole it was like uh like a corn muffin but like like warm and like At your parents house? like a por, not a porridge but like a like a risotto did suzanne make that i don't know but it was really good it was just like corn now. and butter and it was really good and then we had yeah, like, we had like Burgers and ice cream. Anyways, so it was just a lot of the And same. also my birthday in May, you got yeah. we had like cake. Yeah, we had cream. tons of cake and, and ice cream. Yeah. yeah. So so then, you know, Brett had mentioned it and I was kind of like, uh-huh, like listening, but just like, okay, well, I'm not gonna take any action if you don't, because I don't wanna do this. Um <laughs> so and so then that day, during that day, Brett's like, we're starting tomorrow. And I'm like, Well, we haven't even prepared we haven't gone to the grocery store. Like, I don't even know what's in our freezer to eat that, like, is Whole30, you know. So, but we did. We started the day after Memorial Day, which was what? That's how May? I operate. It's like, once I've got it in my head, I'm just going to do it, and we'll figure it out as we go. Which is sometimes not the best way to do it. <laughs> and we started May 26th, which was a Tuesday. Day and day after our, Memorial Day. The day after Memorial Day. And um, the first couple days were definitely rough this time. Mostly because, like I said, we weren't prepared. <laughs> um, so, you know, the first couple of days were definitely shocking. Um, Your body definitely goes like, we got a headache. Because yeah. of the sugar withdrawal. And, and my energy was noticeably different. Yeah. Very sluggish. Like sluggish. Um, I was tired. I was cranky. Um, You're always like that. Just, I just gave him a look like, you better watch out. <laughs> Come on. I'm joking. It's a Are joke. Are you? Yes. Okay. I hope so. Um. So the first couple of days, yeah, we're definitely tough. And then I think once we remembered all of the things that we could do and all of the things that we could eat, we're definitely, it just became easier, you yeah. know, And the one, see, I will say the one habit that stuck from the last time that we did Whole30 was eating breakfast the way whole, you do on Whole30. Because um, you can have eggs, um, vegetables in your eggs, and, you know, there's um, certain meats that you can have that don't have any added anything. Um, so th- I've, I've still been doing that. That's true. So S- you added cheese over the years. I've been adding, but- yeah, I started to take the cheese back out. But... i I mean as far as i'm concerned i don't really miss cheese so like eating in the morning was very easy it was like getting through like the midday part and the lunch part that was difficult in the beginning so one of the things that really helped us the first time was this book called whole 30 day by day mm -hmm. and it was like uh daily almost affirmation book that would kind of coach you through it and to help help keep you accountable. You can journal about it. Whole30 day to day. Um, if anyone's looking to do Whole30, I found that to be really helpful, especially the first time. This time, we've actually been able to, after about a week, we kind of really stick to it. We did cheat one day. We did openly cheat at a um, wedding because we'd, my cousin decided to get married and so we went to her wedding and it was a socially distant it wedding was a socially distance wedding but we had we were good throughout the meal they did have all of the foods there well not all of the foods but there were a lot of foods there that we were like great this is whole 30 compliant we can eat all that like there was no added sauces it was just like straight up chicken on a stick and you know various things that were plain um so we were able to eat that and then the cake came out and I actually had decided that I was just gonna say no and Brett was like we should we just, should just have... we should just split a piece so we did <laughs> so we did we had some cake at the wedding but it was a totally like conscious decision we we're you know it was once in a lifetime event and you know that's just what it was and it was really good yeah and it was really good and <laughs> you know I I definitely noticed that um, the effects that it had, you know, how quickly it made me, um, my mood go up. And I'd also drank in coffee when we ate it because we were getting ready to get back in the car. So I was definitely aware of the sugar rush that it gave me. Here's the things I like about Whole30. I like that you can drink coffee. You can drink coffee. Black. You can drink it black coconut. or there's some coconut milk or there's um, this non-dairy creamer called Nut Pods, which we really love that we we just got, again, um, recently. And they have different flavors that you can get. So if you are one of those people who like has to have something in their coffee, like look into Nut Pods or look into a mm-hmm. coconut um, milk. I love that um, you can drink flavored seltzers. So we got into Lacroix because of oh yeah. thirty, and, and now, now we drink a lot of to it. seltzer. Yeah, that that happened a year and a half. Yeah, that's right. That's how we started. Uh-huh. You can you can eat fruit as a snack, which helps. You can eat some fruit instead of ice cream, and you feel so much better. And I have to say, it's only what did you say twenty nine is today. Yeah, and I feel like I sleep better. I feel like. My energy is a little more sustained through the day if I eat, if I don't eat. Is it? Yeah. If you eat sometimes. I think what happens. Sometimes I wait too long to yeah. eat. Well, we both kind of do the same thing. Um, But what else do I like about it? I like, you know, that we are cooking, but like the things that we're cooking are not that difficult to make. Even if you don't have whole 30 recipes, like there are so many recipes out there that you can get. But then you can also just like eat some sort of meat that you put some seasoning on it. Um, you can broil it or grill it or however you want to make it and then have a sweet potato and have any or as many vegetables as you want. And um, and also we found this time that we didn't find the last time was that this time we're eating cauliflower rice. Um, so we do that a lot. And we which also really we have had good. a lot of burgers with lettuce buns yeah, just, instead of... Just ground beef, lettuce. And there's this, um, I also found this. At Trader Joe's. This Trader Joe's. I mean, I'm assuming it's, it, it, it is, is. It's Whole30 yeah. compliant. It's it's vegan ranch dip. And I just add like a little puts, bit of that. It's it's ironic. He puts vegan ranch dip on his burger. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good though. It, it's really good. And, um, you know, in every meal that we eat, it, it definitely fills me up. And I don't feel disgusting afterwards or like, oh, my God, I have to go to the bathroom instantly. (laughs) Like so full. Oh, my God, I got to go. That doesn't happen on Whole30. And I think that that's what I like about it. And, you know, tomorrow's day 30. And, you know, last time I remember being really excited to eat ice cream. And I'm definitely like, I think... The other day we were at my parents' house and they had these chocolate covered pretzels in their kitchen. And I think if like there's one thing I'm gonna eat, it's gonna be that. Like I could probably go a little bit longer without ice cream. <laughs> or at least <laughs> without buying it and having it in the house. I definitely want some tacos. Like I want some, some corn chips. And I keep joking that like, so I just keep saying to Brett, I'm like, what are you gonna eat on Thursday? Are you gonna get a spicy chicken <laughs> sandwich from Wendy's? Wendy's? <laughs> <laughs> like those are the kind we can't of they- eat at wendy's anymore because they donate to oh man yeah they donate no! to the Trump know oh yeah. man oh the spicy chicken sandwich well we'll have to figure out how to make our own then um <laughs> you know so there's it's actually very simple right it's whole 30 there's like if you look at the ingredients and you can't figure out what the hell that is then and it's not whole 30 compliant then you shouldn't be eating it and what's really funny is that like there are a couple of times that we went to go get some like hamburger patties at Whole Foods. And they, you know, when you go to the store and they have like different um, um, patties and that they've like um, pre-made them or put different uh, ingredients in them and spices and things. A lot of them had said, would say contains milk. So I tried to steer away from that too. So just really read the label. And that's another thing, like I never read labels. As far as food, which is, like, sad and scary when you think about it. Because I'm just like, I'm hungry. That looks good. Um, Yeah. So, it's been... I've enjoyed it. I feel great. I feel like I look better. I feel better. I've definitely noticed that you look slimmer, for sure. Your face looks slimmer. And then, like, today we took a photo. Or you took a photo of me, and I looked at it, and I thought that my face looked thinner as well but and i don't know that that's the goal right i think the goal is just to feel better and then slowly introduce other things back into your diet and just notice how they affect your body they affect your body and what and if you want that again or not and i'm gonna um, really try to stick as close to whole 30 this time as i did last time because i feel so much better about i am too. myself i am too but the the problem with me is that now like that we've we've done it not perfect because you know we obviously cheated that one time and but like I have like this guilt already. Like I'm already feeling guilty like for wanting to eat other things and like that's not healthy either. <laughs> so hopefully I can like um I mean I'm I'm pretty easy. Like once I start doing it, I'll be fine. But you know, I definitely like if I don't do something perfectly, like I'm like, oh so hopefully i can just let it go and if i do start eating like a couple junk things here and there then i don't beat myself up over (laughs) it um well so let us know if you've enjoyed whole 30 or if you have like we've never tried keto or any of those other things um whole 30 is just easier it seems to me it's just straight up you know um but we're really, really happy to have tried it. And uh, we've put some recommendations for that book and for Thrive Market, which actually helped us. Yeah. Uh, get through epic some of this. bars. So we'll put a link to that <laughs> in the description if you want to check out uh, some Whole30 things. And now we move on to our segment we call Spotlight on Love. What's our question? All right. So our question is from an Instagram follower, and who wants to remain anonymous. And his question goes like this. Wondering about ways to rekindle the sexual spark with my husband, we've been stressed out and haven't been relating as passionately as we did years ago at the start of our relationship. We need to rekindle, dot, dot, dot. All right, Brett, you can go first. Ah. Well, I understand the stress. I mean, we've, I've certainly been stressed out with everything, and we're both firing on both cylinders with work, trying to figure out sources of income that can be sustainable just because we don't know how long theater is going to be shut down. So I can understand. Like, we've had these little windows, but we make a point to really set time aside. And so for me, I'm committing to... Really trying to shut down at 9 p.m. every night. We've done a pretty good job of that since since everything started. Yeah. And then just in the last couple of weeks, I'm really committing to taking Saturdays and Sundays off. Yeah. And keeping my laptop off if possible. And as much as, you know, it's, you know, I, I'm probably getting like a C plus at this moment. But it's it's OK because it's improving. And um and so then the weekend is really about us being together and connecting and spending time. And what do you do to try to connect with me? I I don't know. What do I do? I don't know. Tell them. Tell us. Well, we go What do you do? I love our walks. Okay. And I we play this game we call Humping Husbands. <laughs> Stop. You can't say that on the podcast. I can't say Humping Husbands. No. You, but you cannot, like that game. It, come on, Brett. You cannot say that. You asked me how we connect. It's this game we play. It's called Humping Husbands. Stop. You cannot say that on the podcast. <laughs> you came up with the title. I, of the Broadway Husbands podcast? No. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, can you be more specific? Like, what's like something that they could do? <laughs> <Comments>. <laughs> well, I think part of it is, again, disconnecting, keeping yeah. your phones not in the same room as you. Um, I never bring the, my phone in the bedroom. Steven uses his as an alarm. I do, because I use it as an alarm. And And then he also... It's the first thing he grabs in the morning before he gets out of bed. I've noticed this. Um, You think I don't notice, but I notice. Uh, But we try to... Like, we've gone out to his parents' house in the woods, and we'll just be quiet together and sit on a swing and hold hands and just being intimate and connecting and touching each other. And I think it really you have to, I think when you're stressed out, especially for me and everyone's got their own love language, but for me, I have to be sort of led into it. I need like the foreplay. I need to have an intellectual like connection that connects my brain to my body. Cause I'm always in my brain and not always in my body. And Stephen's always in his body and not always in his brain. How dare you? (laughs) so i guess my advice would be (laughs) um yeah i mean just to like spend time with one another right like quality time like time that's not watching the news or um where the computer is in front of you or or the phone i mean it's so difficult but you know, and really sit down and eat with one another. Um, I think something that I don't always do, but like it sounds like good advice to me, is like maybe ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. Like if there's something that, you know, if you want to rekindle some spark, like maybe the conversation is like, hey, I'm noticing that this is not what it used to be. Are are you noticing that? and is this something that you would like to change? Like I think if you name it first, like it'll be easier for your partner to get on board because if they don't recognize what you're seeing and feeling, then they're not gonna be able to change anything, right? So I think that one step would be to like talk about it. And then the other step would be to listen to the other person's feedback and suggestions. <laughs> feedback. That sounds so like office-like. But, you know, like listen to what your husband or partner says and and then do those suggestions and then see if there are results. <laughs> <laughs> High results. High results. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Have a conversation about it. I mean, not everyone wants to have those conversations. So we think it's going to be awkward. But once you start putting a name to it, You can really start to do something about it. Or if there's like something that you remember or like a certain way that like made things work for you in the past that maybe you haven't been doing like and you can remember that, like maybe just like try that and like see if that leads to you having like an intimate night or whatever it is. And then once you get there, after it's over, then that can also open up the conversation. Like, hey, like, why don't we do this more often, right? Like right when you're in the heat after it, right? Because that's like the best time to have a conversation about it is when you're actually in bed together. And <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my two cents. And just know that like it will always ebb and flow because your lives are always going to be In yeah, in a change, right? Since and right now, and also like right now, we're in a pandemic, so like I wouldn't put too much pressure. You're never gonna have that fire again. It just means maybe this is a season where you guys are focused on other things, and the fire will will always come back. uh, But I definitely just would start the conversation and then take the actions that they want you to take in order. To get things going, you know what I mean. Like, like go to what works for your partner, and um, just go for it. Yeah, awesome. All right, if you want relationship and dating advice from our completely unqualified selves, shoot us a DM on Instagram at BroadwayHusbands, or shoot us an email on our website at uh, BroadwayHusbands.com, and we just might choose your question on the next episode. Uh, you can always check out more information at BroadwayHusbands.com. Calm. alright well that was an awesome episode Steven thank you for being my husband Brett my, thank you for being my husband and my fellow podcast host and my yeah I'm glad you showed up today and did this podcast with me and we're on day 29 of Whole30 and tomorrow's day 30 and then day 31 and we'll see or talk to you guys in the next episode All right. don't forget to love who you love and love what you do